everybody. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> it's because you're just staring off. Um, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh, welcome to the Fascinating Folks podcast. Gonna check that we are doing good. Uh, today we have a longtime friend of mine, Mr. Scott Suarez, with us. Howdy doody, Scott. How are you? I'm doing fine. How you doing? <laughs> I'm pretty excellent, Scott. If anybody could see, Scott's smile is vibrant. It's a big, happy smile. <laughs> it matches the happy holographic shoes you have on. Yeah. Scott's got holographic shoes on with Woody and Mike Wazowski and Wally and... Is that Forky? What? Yes. And the man from Up and Sully. And I think these are really spectacular shoes. I really like them. You don't see holographic. You know what? I have a pair of holographic NASA tennis shoes. They're tennis shoes holographic with NASA on them. Nice. So holographic tennis shoes do yeah, exist. very cool. All right, Scott. Well, uh, first, just, you know, how are you doing today? How would you describe your day so far? Oh, well, I guess it was it was pretty smooth, pretty smooth sailing. I had a, an interview today. Somebody came in for an interview, and he came 15 minutes early, which was a little bit surprising, but it was okay. You were doing the interviewing? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Scott, do you want to tell us where you work? I work at the, the YMCA in Maslin, Ohio. What do you do there? I'm the uh, aquatics director there. <clears throat> I, well, I'm in charge of the lifeguards and programs and everything that happens in aquatics, in the pool and around the pool. <laughs> in the pool and around the pool. Well, we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but I wanted to kind of start off with this question, even though I didn't start off with it. What color best describes your life, Scott, and why? My whole life. Your whole life, or at least now, how you see your life now, or overall, kind of how you see who you are inside. Me or my life? Try to combine it. And if you need help, I can tell you mine. If you need an example. But I really don't want to have to give you an example, because I don't want to accidentally influence your answer. Yeah, don't influence my brain. <laughs> I'm trying not to focus on that Duncan Street sign because it's influenced my brain. Well, I guess that can take us real quick while you're thinking. I am going to do a quick advertisement. Okay. You think nice away. Nice segue. Um, <clears throat> so he's looking at a Duncan Street sign, and I just wanted to shout out the business that we're in. We're in C.J. Duncan Jewelers, Maslin's oldest jewelry shop. It is run by a wonderful, sweet, and stellar, we're going to use all the adjectives, um, woman named Brooke. It is open Tuesday through Friday, 9.30 to 12.30, and then there's a break, and then back open 2 to 6, and then Saturday, 10 to 2. So if you live near sweet historical downtown Massillon, Ohio, and you want to, you know, talk jewelry, you can come all down to CJ Duncan Jewelers, and it's a wonderful place to be, in my opinion. So, uh, Scott, did you think about your color? Yeah. I'm thinking pastel orange. Talk louder. <clears throat> Am I not coming in? 
Pastel orange. Why pastel orange? Because orange is kind of a warm color. But pastel isn't quite so bright. So what are you saying about yourself, Scott? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like a, like one of those those uh, orange sickle things. You feel like you're an orange dream sickle. Is it because you think of yourself as a dreamy man? I guess because you know it's maybe not quite as as like wham bam is like like. A fudge sundae. Oh, okay. Like, you know? But it's still good, you know? But like in a relaxing kind of, you know? So, it's funny because you said light orange, basically. I was going to peg you as orange. And I would peg you as light orange. Because you're fun, you're active, you're a go-getter. But you're calm. You're relaxed. You're not hoopla, hoopla. Which mm. hoopla is good. But that's not you. You're chilled, but excited at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you're always doing something new, whether it's a script or a costume or a new job or a new 5K. You're always doing something, or going to a new downtown business and supporting it. You're always doing something new, but you do it in a calm way. You're not rushed. I feel like you're mm-hmm. laid back. Yeah, I'm not all wham, bam, pow. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. The dreamsicle. Yep. You know what? That's what you should call yourself, Scott. The yeah. dreamsicle. And you should put your hands like on your hair like this uh, and do like that greaser thing. There you go. I was I was wondering what I should change my Instagram handle to. <laughs> dreamsicle. He's the there dreamsicle. That's well, it. If people will see your hair in the picture and your hair kind of gives off dreamsicle vibes. You think? What did you say? Because it's got that swirly and it's a different light color and it kind of swirls around. It looks like it could be an, like an ice cream cone. Oh. That's a good thing. Ice cream cone hair. (laughs) Well, it's fun and funky. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. It's like a slight change, but not a complete change. Yes. It's dreamsicle. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott. So let's go back to your aquatics lifestyle. Have you always been a swimmer? Like how? Have you always been somebody that swims? I mean, (laughs) I took lessons when I was like a kid but I guess I've never really been I wasn't like a big fan of swimming oh you weren't no did your parents put you in lessons just so you could learn in case you ended up being out in the middle of the ocean by yourself I mean not the ocean (laughs) per se but my parents put me in in lessons for just about everything what else have they put you know we we were I was in lessons for oh I think I did ballet, I did gymnastics, t-ball, soccer, basketball. Yeah. You did a lot. What was your favorite out of all those? Mm-hmm. Take as much time as you need to. Well, I, can edit. I mean, at the time or like reflective. At the time. I don't think I liked any of them. Seriously? Yeah. 
did you know what your hobby was as a child or what hobbies you had or did you just go you know, with whatever? I just, when, I don't know. When I was a child, I, well, I mean, I like to draw. I, I definitely like to draw. Um, aside from drawing, I guess, I played with action figures a lot. Do you still own any of your action figures? No. Nope. Did you make up a lot of stories with them? Like traditional action figure playing? I mean, I don't know how traditional it was, but... <laughs> You know, yeah, I made up stories and narratives and stuff. Now reflecting, what do you remember any of those narratives? My that you action made up? Yes. Narratives? Not really. I mean, I don't know. You know, this guy punched that guy in the face. This guy wins. See, I played with My Little Ponies, and I would set them all out on the kitchen table and make up stories with yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, the 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 kindergartners make really interesting stories that have a whole lot more going on than any of the stories that I had. Real detailed. You know, there's a lot of they fall in love and they get married and then they cheat on their husbands and oh my it's a whole goodness. lot of things going on. It's a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, my my action figures didn't get married just or cheat or saving the day. They type mostly thing. just, you know, punched each other. Oh, so not even... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were just, you know, you know a young, maybe, maybe young like whippersnapper a, growing like up. Like a spin kicker, you know. Do you something. know how to do a real-life spin kick? I mean, I'm not good at spin kicks. Have you ever tried a spin kick? <laughs> yes. I, When I was a little bit of an, an older child, I got really into martial arts, but I didn't take any martial arts classes. I just... Yourself. Yes, I just taught myself. <laughs> I did my very best to <laughs> imitate what I saw in the movies. So you're a black belt. <laughs> no, <laughs> well you. you I'm a black I'm belt kidding. in self-teaching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, reflecting, what was your favorite thing that your parents put you in? Um. You know, I. When I look back, I I wish that I'd had more gusto for um, gymnastics. I think at the time I was really self-conscious and everything made me worried that somebody was gonna disapprove. Mm -hmm. But we did some cool stuff in gymnastics and I think if I really stuck it out, I could have done some really cool stuff in gymnastics. Mm -hmm. You know, I only did it for like two years, but we, I got introduced to a lot of stuff. And I think if I'd stuck it out, you know, I could have gotten good at those things and moved on to other stuff. And who knows? What are some things you remember from gymnastics? Uh, well, I remember doing the, we did like the springboard. Mm -hmm. We had to do the springboard over the horse, I think it was. And then we did the other thing. Um, we did a lot of somersaults. I don't know why we did so many somersaults. We did a lot of somersaults. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> one of the years, because we did a performance at the end of every, mm -hmm. every season. And the one year we did a performance, and the song that we did it to was <clears throat> Sweet Home Alabama. So, you know, for the longest time, that was all I thought every time that I heard Sweet Home Alabama. It was like me doing gymnastics in sequins. 
It's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Everybody else probably thinks of the movie was... <laughs> That's... Was your costume sequins? Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Well, you know, it was, it was the 90s. And we had this lady. Uh, she was... I think she was one of the moms. Um, <clears throat> you know, designed our costumes. And so the first year we had pink and white, um, like... It was like a single outfit, mm -hmm. you know, zipped up in the back, I think, or something. And it was, yeah, sequins all the way down. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> then the second year, it was like a two-piece. Um, and I remember being upset that the top was, was short and showed my midsection. Um, mm -hmm. And it was mostly black with, like, some red and white highlights. Also with sequins. Yes. Do you have pictures of these? I know I have pictures of the pink one. I'm not sure about the black one. Stop the right, Scott. So, do you see any of the activities that your parents put you in as a child kind of reflected in their life and what they are interested in in their past or now? Not, not really. Um, I don't know. My mom was into like. Girl Scouts, and Girl Scouty stuff. The brownies? Do you know what the brownies are? Yeah, I mean, she did brownies, and she did, I, you know, if you get her going, she'll just go on and on. Oh, that's so cute. All the things they changed in Girl Scouts, and how Girl Scouts used to be different, and now it's not. Oh. Used to be and oh. she's so passionate. Yes, so passionate about Girl Scouts. And you were never put in Boy Scouts. I, I was in Boy Scouts. Yeah. Do you? I I was in Boy Scouts because my brother was in Boy Scouts, and I was like, but I want to be in Boy Scouts. Do you remember anything or any stories about being in Boy Scouts? I mean, yeah. I don't know that. It's all that. Glamorous. Tell us. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I wasn't very popular in Boy Scouts. Um, I wasn't very popular anywhere that I went. I just wasn't very popular as a child. Um, <clears throat> so this one time, I guess I, I got, for some reason, I got the idea that, like, um, that if you do things that are kind of mean, then you can attract some positive attention. I don't know where I got You were looking yet. for attention? Yes. You, but you were so, how old, little one? So, well, I mean, I was old enough to be in Boy Scouts. So, you know, I was in like sixth grade or something. Um, but anyways, so, so, I took the hat of one of the older kids. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, he, was, he, was, he was not happy about it. Did you give him the hat back? I, I think I did eventually. I was, I was upset that I didn't get the desired response. What was the desired response? I just thought everybody would laugh and it'd be fun. And I it don't. just wasn't. No, nobody laughed. You were everybody trying to be a clown. Upset. Yeah. And you didn't clown the right way. I guess. You can't be mean to people to clown. I just thought it was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Did you realize there's another way to be a clown? 
I mean, not then. <laughs> it took some time? We'll go with that. Do you consider yourself a clown now? No. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody thinks that my humor is funny. <laughs> do you have a joke for us? You know, I always do something and they're like, and like, it's funny. It's a joke. And they're like. Do you have dry humor? I don't know. I love dry I, I humor. I suppose that, you know, sometimes I'm a, little, I'm a little bit more dry humor and sometimes I'm a little bit more absurdist. But, I, I thought you were about to say sometimes a little, I'm a little bit dry humor, sometimes I'm a little bit moist humor. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go for wet, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you're funny. See, aquatics, wet. Aquatics. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so tell us a little bit about your family. What are they like? Where are they from? Well, my dad's Who from South they? America. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> oh, my, uh, my dad's from Bolivia. His dad was like a military doctor. And his mom was, I guess, the daughter of a wealthy-ish Spanish family. Okay. And when did your dad meet your mom? Um, oh, who was that? Uh, 83, I think. How did he meet her? Well, my mom went down there on a mission trip with what used to be called International Crusades before everyone decided that you can't say Crusades because the Crusaders killed people. So now you can't say Crusades. But at the time, they called it Inter International Crusades. <clears throat> um, she went down there on her first trip. They met, went down on their second trip, on her second trip with the group, and they, you know, I guess you could say that's when the relationship became official. And then did he move <clears throat> to America for her? Yeah. How's come she didn't move to Bolivia? Well, I'll tell you what. Bolivia was pretty bad at the time. Was it? Yes. Have you been to Bolivia? Yes. A couple times. Once when I was very young, and I don't really remember that at all. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went also when I was... Oh, I don't know. I went from 1999, from 99 until 01. You went for two years down to Bolivia? Yeah, it was about two years. Was mm -hmm. it for a missions trip or just to live and visit was, your family? Yeah. yeah, my dad wanted us to be more connected with our roots. What did you take away <clears throat> from that opportunity? That... People burn tires in the road sometimes, and sometimes block the road. That's all you remember? I mean, that's not all I remember. I remember there was a lot of counterfeit stuff. You could get counterfeit Pokemon stuff and counterfeit Nike stuff that for some reason always had swished the wrong way. Um, and you could get counterfeit Nintendo stuff 
and counterfeit PlayStations. What were some positives? Well, I guess as far as positives, the people... People down there value relationships more than they do stuff. Well, that's wonderful. So they... And you said the thing about, you know, the counterfeit stuff and all that. But you said they value each other more than the stuff, more than material items. Mm -hmm. Is family um, a big deal down there? That sounds like it is. Um, I guess yes and no. You know, I think a lot of people still have the same kind of problems that we have in the States as far as, you know, cheating and divorce and Mm -hmm. not getting married and... All that kind of stuff. But um, they're really great about, like, taking care of guests and stuff like that. Hospitable. Yes, very hospitable. Do you want to go back to Bolivia or? Mm, I don't know. I mean, my dad says it's different. So part of me wants to go just to see if it's different. Just to see how it's different, I guess. Mm -hmm. From... The last time I went. But I wouldn't really say that I have warm feelings about it or anything. Mm-hmm. So, Was there anything else that you enjoyed about your time there? With your connecting to your roots and knowing, you know, kind of where your family's from? I mean, the mountains were nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice, you know, looking out and seeing the mountains. And I liked that the buses run, ran like really frequently. Mm-hmm. You know, in the States, you feel like you have to have a car. Mm-hmm. You're like, how am I going to get anywhere without a car? I'm going to spend all day long waiting on a train or whatever. But down there, the buses are just running all of the time. You know, if you miss your bus, you're not upset. You're going to just catch the next one. You go, oh, darn, there goes the bus. Oh, look. one coming? <laughs> oh, good. I like that. I like that. I'm sorry I intruded there on your little skit. I was like, oh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That was good. So you never really get stressed out about missing the bus because it's it's not going to be a long time before the next one anyways. Mm -hmm. That was always nice. And then, you know, you had the... uh, There was multiple kinds of of transportation, of public transportation down there. Mm -hmm. You had your larger buses, and then you had... Micro buses, which were like, I mean, if I'm honest, they were, they were vans. Mm-hmm. They weren't buses, mm-hmm. but they just called them micros. Well, you get to say micro. <clears throat> yeah, that's what true. does micro mean? I suppose it just means small. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they had the, they had the micros, and then they had, um, and then you had like just regular taxis. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to find it right now. Uh, well, what's something you really value in your life? You were talking. We were talking about values and valuing family. You were kind of talking about you know divorce and cheating and things like that. So, what are some things that you really value in your life? You don't value divorce and cheating. <laughs> That's not. What I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Is that why you're laughing? Top 10. <laughs> What'd you say? It's a top 10. 
<laughs> we don't value that. What I'm saying is... Coffee, donuts, divorce. <laughs> no. We, I just... You know, that's kind of opposing your values. That's what I was trying to get. Well, I miss... You know what I'm trying to work on? Every time I misspeak, I would tend to edit it out because I would feel like people might take it the wrong way. But then I realized... We misspeak and then we can correct ourselves and that's normal. So mm-hmm. why do I have to edit myself all the time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because people know what I mean. I'm so harsh on myself because I'm so worried if I say something wrong, it'll be yeah. so upsetting or someone will take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. you got to have like, grace. You got to have grace. Mm-hmm. That kind of ties into your values. What are your values, Scott? What's something right now in your life that you really value? Besides Tremont Coffee. <laughs> okay, well, tell us about Tremont. If you want to tell us about Tremont. <laughs> what do I want to say about Tremont Coffee? Besides the fact they have brand new koozies. Mm. What's a koozie? Those cardboard things that go around your cup. He is always at Tremont. Are you always? You're not always at Tremont. I mean, I'm at Tremont a lot now because I work in, in Maslin and it's just convenient. What's your favorite beverage? Oh, I mean, it depends on the day. You know, I guess I like the the morning moonshine. I think flavor-wise, it's, it's not actually favorite. moonshine. No, it's uh, three shots of espresso, seed milk. Oh, what else is in there? Caramel, vanilla, syrup, caramel, for those of you who are pedantic, um, and whipped cream on top. What did you say for those of you that are what? Pedantic. What does that mean? That means fussy about the correct way to say things. I've n- Thank you for teaching me a word today, Scott. I appreciate that. You're Do you know that word just because you had to look up how to describe that? Or what, caramel? Did- no. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Ped- pedan? Pedantic. It's almost like podiatrist. I mean, I'm sure they have very different roots. Yeah. that's cool how did you learn that word youtube oh was it like just youtube definitions i think it's just a common word they use on youtube now people probably feel good about that word yeah because it's probably fun to say Mm -hmm. because it's a word i've never heard yeah i mean at least on the more educational videos Mm -hmm. yeah people use it a lot so you love that drink at tremont coffee you like going to coffee places are you a tea guy at all well I'm more a coffee guy than I am a tea guy. I like tea sometimes. If it's like 6 p.m., it's a little chilly out, I might get a tea instead. Chai, matcha, bag tea? Well, generally I'll get a London fog. Oh, I love London Fogs. Usually my wrap. Those are calming. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to what you value besides coffee, the Tremont Coffee Shop. <laughs> you know, nothing like having a local coffee shop. Yes, nothing like having a local mm-hmm. coffee shop. And they got sandwiches now. Delicious. And they have muffins, don't they? Well, yeah. But now they have sandwiches, so I don't have to go to a restaurant to eat lunch. You can just go there. Yeah. Two and one. Or second breakfast. Whatever I need. That's awesome. Well, Scott, you might need a second breakfast. You're very active. Yes. Scott is very active. Incredibly active. 
he has a very strong physique. He's always, you're, you're, you work out a lot, you run a lot, you walk everywhere, you're an aquatics director. I saw you doing a workout out on the lawn on your story the other day at the Y. Are you teaching fitness classes? Oh, yeah, no. I'm, well, I'm not teaching fitness classes right now. I, um, <clears throat> well, I had, the, I had the Saturday off for teaching swim classes because we were, it's break week. Mm-hmm. Well, it was break week. Um, <clears throat> and so I told Rhonda that I would try out her, her fitness class. She's one of the trainers at, at the Y. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's a great time. Have you always been active? I mean, I know your family's had you in a lot of activities. Well, I didn't really get into fitness until um, <clears throat> in eighth grade. My homeroom teacher really encouraged me to join the wrestling team. Another activity. Yeah. Did you enjoy wrestling? And... That was really when I, I got, I like, my interest in physical fitness had developed. Mm. You know, that was kind of the, um, I don't know, the seed or soil or whatever I needed. The seed and the soil. <clears throat> you know, to kind of, you know, get things growing. Get the roots growing. Yeah. What's something you value, Scott, besides Tremont Coffee? <laughs> we gotta get there. Yeah, I, I just don't, I feel like I don't know what you mean by that. It's just something in your life right now that you value. Like my book? Your books? What books are you reading? Well... I, uh, what was I reading? I was reading, um, Wired for Love by Stephanie, how do you say her name? Cacciaco? Anyways, she's Italian. Mm -hmm. Um, really long name. Let me, let me look it up. Um, I want to get the whole name because there's, there's a different Wired for Love book and I haven't read that one. Um, it's called Wired for Love, a neuroscientist's journey through romance, loss, and the essence of human connection. What have you learned about in that book? Oh, and it's by Stephanie Cacciapo. Um... It was really fascinating, the, um, the functional aspects that relationship has, besides the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, um, I think sometimes, you know, we just, we think of just the parts about a relationship that you can see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's great to have... Somebody who is tall enough to reach the shelves. Mm-hmm. It's great to have somebody who's strong enough to help you move the furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to have somebody to go to the movies with. Mm-hmm. Because it's awkward to go by yourself. No, it's not. I mean, some people think it's awkward oh. to go by yourself. Anyways. Um, 
But in this book, I learned a lot about how um, <clears throat> how our our interactions we have with people transform the structure in our brains. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that um, um, that loneliness, for example, is far more deadly than smoking cigarettes or alcohol. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Because... Because both of those things are very deadly. Mm -hmm. On the deepest... Um, <clears throat> at our deepest, our brains are intended for social connection. Mm-hmm. So... Um, <clears throat> developing interpersonal relationships and having deep connections and not just kind of peripheral relationships like work relationships and that sort of thing um, actually helps strengthen your immune system. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and help you get over disease and heal um, from injuries faster. So those kind of relationships could be, you know, friendships, family, mm -hmm. um, dating, things like that. All kinds of different yeah. type of relationships. Mm -hmm. That's really... Spouse, things like awesome. that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I can edit this out if you don't want it. I was just going to ask this. So do you feel lonely right now in your life? Um, I think... I suppose I've always kind of felt out of place. Why so? I've always felt like I just don't fit. You know, I... It seems like wherever I go, everyone else is into that thing, and I'm not. You know, that's always how I've felt anyways. You need to be... <clears throat> you could go to the places where... You're into the thing that everyone else is into. So what are you into? You know, I don't know. It just, it seems like it's always, it's like, you know, I think. Like if I go to the, if I go to the coffee shop, for example. Mm -hmm. I like going to coffee shops. But I can go to Mugswigs and it's like, well, I like going to Mugswigs. But I can't really hang out with people at Mugswigs. Because those people are all about smoking cigarettes. And those people are all about playing chess, and those people are all about um, Greek mythology, and I'm not really into any of those things. Well, what are you into? You know, I, I don't know. I always like to say I like making things. You like to make things. What do you like to make? I just like to make things. Physical things? Yeah, physical things. You like to sew? You like to write? Mm-hmm. Tell us about some of yeah, these things. I, just, I like making things, you know? I like I like sewing, I like writing, I like um when I got when I was in high school I 
discovered that I really enjoyed sculpting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I spent just hours and hours on, you know, different sculptures that I made mm -hmm. for a class. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's, I like, I like making things. Um, and I've had a really hard time finding other people who just like making things. Just in general, like making things. You know, they don't necessarily have to have like a specific medium. Mm -hmm. They just like making things. Have you gone to like a craft store or a museum where they offer things like that? Or like a pottery business? Would anything like that work out mm, for you? I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm still kind of searching. I don't know. You're searching. Well, if anybody mm. knows anywhere, or anybody here likes making things, you can let us know. And maybe you guys can make things with Scott. Because, no, I get what you mean. I like, mm. Do you go to craft, uh, craft fairs and things like that? Sometimes. Do you ever meet people there? I mean, not, not people that I really click with. Mm -hmm. mm. See, the thing is, though, I feel like you have tons of interest because I, you're always doing something different. Mm -hmm. You're always exploring a new business, a new festival, a new place to be, trying new things. So that's really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. It seems like you have a lot of little interest in different avenues. Mm-hmm. Do you like that about yourself? I don't know. I guess I never thought about it. I like it. I think it's fun. And I kind of describe it, you're kind of like Ohio. Because Ohio has a little bit of everything. Ohio. You've got lakes. You've got national <laughs> a national park. I guess you've got that's cities. one way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Ohio. <laughs> you, you're really good at loving your... no beaches. No beaches. Well, Lake Erie. It's not a beach. Yes, it is. It, count. <laughs> it looks like a beach, especially if you're up near, oh, what's it, Headlands Beach? It looks like you're at the ocean. Have you been to Headlands Beach? The Probably waves are not. crashing. It smells like you're on the East Coast. Specifically, Maryland. Headlands Beach is lovely. What? That's in Maryland. No, it's in Lake Erie, but it smells <laughs> like you're in Maryland. <laughs> it looks like Maryland. It's beautiful. I love it. Okay. So you're, I feel like you're a really big, you know, I don't know if advocate's the word, but like we were saying, you're around town. Mm -hmm. You go places, you do things. Yeah. Are you invested in your community? Are you just interested in what there is to do? Invested how? In supporting the community? Financially? Do you support the city of Maslin? <laughs> well, you do give to small businesses. You're always going to small businesses. I mean, I don't, I don't give to small businesses. I, I go there and support their business. Exactly. That's giving. Mm. You supported my small business. Yeah. I, I believe in supporting small business. That's how we met. I think it's important to support small business. You could start your own small business with making things. Yeah, I can call it Scott Makes Random Things. You, no, seriously, Scott. <laughs> that'd be so cool. You could get back into sculpting. I know you do sewing. Are you working on any sewing projects right now? Well, yeah, because I'm working on my outfit that I'm making for the, the race. What's that going to look like? 
Are you allowed to share? What? Am I allowed to share? I don't What? What? Do you want to share what your outfit's going to look like? <laughs> I mean, I can share it. It's going to look fantastic. <laughs> you were like, am I allowed? I was like... <laughs> I didn't know if it was a secret. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like you know, like highlighter neon color. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has like little, little vents, you know? I got like little shorts and then like a little top. What's your favorite art form? Sculpting. Sculpting. Have you sculpted recently? No. What's your most proudest sculpture that you've ever made? Well, I don't know. I had a couple that I made in school that were really great, and I guess another one that was okay. Um... So I made this sculpture of, it was like a woman sitting on a, a stool reading a book. What book was she reading? I don't know, a book. <laughs> was it a chapter <clears throat> book or a picture book? I mean, it was a big, big fat book. Maybe it was the Bible. Uh, I suppose. It could probably also be... I don't know, Jane Eyre. It's up to interpretation. Yes, exactly. Maybe she's reading the encyclopedia. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she's learning about Amazon River dolphins. (laughs) Yep. Or pink fairy armadillos. Oh, yeah. Which are pink furry armadillos. She's over there reading Webster's. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm going to sit up. So you also are a writer. Let's talk about your writing real quick. Oh, gosh, what about my writing? You wrote a movie. I mean... I, it's not done yet. Yeah, but you wrote a movie. What inspired you to write a movie? Well, in what way? Why did you want to write a movie? Why? Okay, so... When I was... When I was... I don't know why I wanted to sing. <laughs> when I was a young warthog. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was like, when I was a young man. <laughs> like, what? Where am I going? <laughs> Some useful theater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, when I was when I was a young a young boy, and they released the um, the extended edition of Star Wars, mm-hmm. the box set, I I developed a desire. To be just like um, <clears throat> George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Decided I wanted to be just like George Lucas. Um, so, you know, I. It wasn't really my dream to go to college, mm-hmm. but my mom wanted me to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to please my mom. So I went to college. Um, and after I was in college for. A couple years? Yeah, like two years. Um, After I was in college for like two years, I decided, well, I always wanted to make movies. Why don't I direct my education in more that direction? Mm -hmm. And 
So then I kind of I got I got the feel for for how for how to write a movie, for how to write like screenplays and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like after that, it's like I caught the bug and I was just I was running. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's why I wrote a, a movie. Do you want to tell us kind of what your movie is about? Oh, I feel like I, I don't have a good slug line. I need a good slug line. Can you give us the title of the movie? But this, well, I can't give you the title of the movie because there's another movie that has the same title and, well, sort of the same title. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's owned by Disney or ABC or whatever. Is that copyright, though, the name of that movie? Because your movie name is literally just an object. That can't be copyrighted, oh, can it? Who knows? Probably, probably copywritten and trademarked. And Copymark, copyrighted a household object? Yeah. That is a household... I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. But can I tell you people what the movie's about? That way you'll get arrested and not me. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say a generalization? <laughs> sure. It's a love story and there's an ice skating scene. I mean, it's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> well one day hopefully it comes to fruition for you because yes. you hope to f- film it and play it and you were redoing the upstairs of this place yeah You're, was it by all by yourself you were well, renovating i'll tell you what i started out with some with a couple guys and then they disbanded and then i got a new guy and then he left so at the moment, I'm kind of looking for just a new, just brand new crew, brand new cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, well, the upstairs that you're renovating, that's what I was talking about. Yes. That, so you were doing that with a group of people for a while? You were renovating it with other people? Mm-hmm. Or were you taking on the process of renovating all by yourself? Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was, oh, I thought yeah. you meant the Yeah, filming. no, so Sam, Sam and Barry... Mm-hmm. Helped the first day, mm-hmm. and then Barry came a few times after that, and then Barry stopped coming. Um, he said he was too busy with that's his o- other job. Not, that's okay. We don't have to get into specifics. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, and then there was there was that other guy. Um, I feel because I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out names anyway for this one because okay. I feel bad. I feel bad. Why? What was your favorite? Lots well, of people were named Sam. <laughs> It's like the most popular name in America. Is your is this the first time you ever renovated a project like that? Well, I always like to say the best time to do something is the first time. I like that. So it's your first time. Do you like wallpaper? Would you put wallpaper up? Or are you a paint guy? Well, I'll say two things about wallpaper. First off, oh goodness gracious, how much wallpaper I had to take off of those walls. <laughs> what kind of wallpaper was it? Was it cute floral pretty flowers? No. It was kind of burgundy colored and like gold colored. Well, how old is this building? And, well, I don't know. When was it built? 18... 40-something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But I want to say that that wallpaper wasn't quite that old. Okay. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of wallpaper, and it wasn't the prettiest wallpaper. It kind of, I don't know, it gave me weird, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, faux king royal court kind of vibes. It was interesting. Well, what's the second thing you want to say about wallpaper? Because I love wallpaper. Well, the other thing I want to say about wallpaper is... Well, paint's nice because you, if you change your mind, you can just change the paint. Wallpaper, if you change your mind, that's too darn bad. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just renovate for the first time if you've or never renovated. you can just knock out the wall. <laughs> that's a little extreme. <laughs> All right, Scott. <laughs> It'll probably be less work than re- replacing the wallpaper. <laughs> um, Let's go. Let's zoom. Let's zoom. I, w- I just wanted to tell people real quick how we met. We met when I was bringing the theater to Maslin, Luminous yeah. Moon Theater, wow. and you played Anne Frank. Oh, you know? <laughs> yes, I played you Anne. Did play. <laughs> you did not play. I was the best Anne <laughs> Maslin has ever seen. You did not play Anne Frank. It was Anne Frank the musical. <laughs> no, he played one of the, what was your official title? I don't know. What was my official title? I was one of the, the SS people. Yeah. He played a a Nazi. <laughs> Were you a Nazi? Yeah. Yeah, the, he played a Nazi. SS people. And uh, that was his first role in a Luminescent Moon Theater production. And he played that part. And the rest is history. He's been a part of the Luminescent Moon ever since. I just wanted to share that real quick. Yeah. Did you like being part of the Luminescent Moon? Yeah, it was fun. It was, I felt like I had a lot of good experiences there. Do you have a good memory? Good good learning experience. Do you have a memory from Luminescent Moon? Which one? (laughs) Which Luminescent Moon? Like, which place? Which which memory? (laughs) Which memory? What's a memory you have? I don't know. I have lots of memories. Give me one. Like, like, uh, painting with... Alex? Oh, yeah, when you guys were painting yeah. Cinderella's entrance. Uh, and it was, like, right before showtime. Uh, and you guys were working on the red of uh, the red stairway, the carpet yeah. of the red stairway. That was awesome. Mm, that At the was Lincoln. Fun. Yeah. You were talking about kids earlier in uh, the podcast. You used to work with kids. You were a teacher. Yeah, yeah, I was a Y-care teacher. A Y-care teacher? Mm-hmm. Did you find it fulfilling to work with kids? Well, I think working with kids is probably the most important thing in my life to me. Why so? I just think I mean, that... YMCA so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just think they're, they're the backbone to a healthy society. I literally in my head was about to say, is Scott going to say the backbone to a society? I must know you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are the backbone of society. You're helping these kids grow up and you're impacting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we don't have responsible kids, how can we have hope for the future? You're really good with kids. You're a fun, energetic, caring person. So you're good with that job. And now you're the aquatics director. Mm-hmm. Do you find fulfillment in that position? I'll tell you what, it's it's new and it's different, but it's not not in a bad way. It's just 
Um, you know, I'm kind of getting um, <clears throat> my groove as far as training, um, training new staff, training new hires. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Do you enjoy training people and hiring people? Is that a fun process or is it stressful? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting to like it. It's, it's different. You were a lifeguard for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was that ever nerve-wracking to be responsible for making sure you're aware of what's going on nonstop? Like, did you have to, uh, ever have to jump in and save someone? Was that nerve-wracking? I don't... I'd say most of the time it wasn't nerve-wracking, at least not in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at least not in that way. Sometimes it was a little bit stressful. You got folks sometimes who <clears throat> didn't bother to pay any attention to the rules. Mm-hmm. And that it could be a little bit... <clears throat> um, you know... It was difficult staying calm sometimes Mm -hmm. when you felt like that person was just breaking every rule and Mm -hmm. should know better. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had to rescue people, but not really anything anything too scary. Mm -hmm. So I think after a while, you kind of you learn how to how to stay calm in the situation. That kind of goes back to your light orange color. You're very calm. You're in an active job, but you're calm. Mm -hmm. You stay calm. Not calm where you don't do your job. You have urgency. But that's amazing. I wanted to backtrack real quick. I'm going to put this in here. I wanted to say Scott has helped me over the years with Luminescent Moon so much. He's helped me a lot. So I'm just going to put that in there. I want to say that about Scott. Um, So, boopity-boop-boop-boo. Let's go to... I wanted to say this. It's interesting working with kids and being a lifeguard. You're doing two really fulfilling things. You're helping kids and you're helping save people's lives. Mm-hmm. So good for you, Scott. Have you ever thought about it that way? I just think you're of it serving as, the community. I think of it as doing my duty. Mm-hmm. You're a Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus died on the cross to forgive our sins. <laughs> Where are you going with it? <laughs> I love God. I love Jesus with my whole heart. Mm-hmm. When you look around in everyday life, how do you see God? Like, where do I see him? How do you see him? Where do you see him? Like, like for example, I always tell people, or I, you know what? I showed you my rabbit earlier. I didn't see God in your rabbit. God created that rabbit. To me, your rabbit was just very rabbity. <laughs> what are some ways though you see God, Scott, in everyday life? Well, I think, you know, sometimes it's just in those uh those spare of the moment kind of moments. You know, where things just work out. And it didn't seem like, you know, maybe one maybe on one on one end. You were nervous about the day because <clears throat> you thought, well, this needs to happen, but I feel like I've tried everything, and like, um, like when I hired Lily, um, we, 
בוודאי. Um, so you hired someone. Yeah, so there was, there was a shift that needed covered, and I didn't have anyone who could cover the shift. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was getting pretty close on hours, and I'd been there like all day anyways, and really wasn't trying to... Mm-hmm. work any more than I had to mm-hmm. um, you know so um, I was talking to to Rhonda the trainer um, while I was in the workout room um, <clears throat> and she was like you know she's a lifeguard mm-hmm. and I was like oh really she was like yeah so I went and I went over to her and I was like, hi, she says you're a lifeguard. And she was like, yeah. And um, I was like, can you work today at four? And she was like, yeah. And it worked out. Yeah, and it just worked out. And I think that for me, that's, those are really the moments when like I see God. It's like, you know, I didn't know, I didn't see a way out and God made a way. You know, I didn't know how it was going to get done, but it got done. It's kind of like the parting of the Red Sea. Yes. We did, they didn't see a way out, but God made a way. Exactly. Just like that. Scott, is there anything else you want to share about you? I'm single. <laughs> he's single. <laughs> he's single. And he's a dream sickle. <laughs> Seriously, Scott's a great person. A really great person. So if you're interested, <laughs> let us know, I guess. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you have a really uh, beautiful day. Seriously, if you're interested. Right, Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to Molly and she'll... Get us connected. Get connected. <laughs> <laughs> You're single as of this podcast. So if somebody listens to this 20 years from now, you might not be single anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, everybody, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks, Scott, for being here. Mm-hmm. Um, and good blessings, everyone. We'll see you next time. Pieces. Peace. <laughs>